Welcome. You're listening to Now That You Ask, curious answers to life's persistent questions as seen through the eyes of Akasha Halsey. That would be me. I'll be your host and guide as we settle in for a few minutes of the unexpected that may bring about your own questions and maybe even some answers too. Thanks so much for joining me. Now let's get started with the show. Mayhem. Sunday is usually my day to get ready for the coming week. Laundry, food in the house, things like that. I give myself the morning to read the Sunday paper, lounging in my pajamas as long as I want. It is mostly a very relaxing day for me. But just this past Sunday, I finished the paper and thought, I wish I had a good movie to watch. I I just don't really want to do anything today. I had previously scrolled through Netflix, my go-to for entertainment, and realized I'd seen everything there that I wanted to see. Well, that was depressing, really. I had recently been looking up information on Jeremy Renner, the star of Mayor of Kingstown, which had saved me on more than one occasion last year. He'd been run over by a snowplow and had broken 30 bones, but pushed himself to be able to walk on the red carpet at the Academy Awards with a cane. Very inspiring. I thought to watch The Hurt Locker, which he starred in a while back, and turned on the TV. Well, it turns out, the TV was on HBO and Smoking Aces was on. It had a stellar cast. Ben Affleck as a pool-playing thug, Ryan Reynolds, Ray Liotta, and Chris Pine as a completely, and I mean completely, deranged assassin. So as far as I was concerned... Those were all check marks in the good column. However, when I started watching it, I remembered I'd turned it off before because it was so violent. There were a number of assassins trying to kill Jeremy Piven, a coke-addled FBI informant, hence a lot of bloodshed. Now, I have to tell you, ordinarily this type of movie would be right up my alley. I love a good fight, a plethora of insane action stunts, and lots of unexpected plot upsets. That just lights up some, I guess, more masculine part of who I am, completely entrances me, and just generally perks me up. It's not something I'm necessarily proud of, but it certainly has allowed me quite a bit of excitement over the years. So I decided to watch it anyway. After gallons of bloodshed, most of the known actors had already bitten the dust, even Alicia Keys and Taraji P. Henson, the only female assassins. Jeremy Piven, by this point, having inhaled God knows how much cocaine, was in disarray himself, having had his people falling by the wayside so often. To put it mildly, well, he just looked absolutely horrible. And I briefly wondered why I should care if he bit the dust as well. And then, just as I began to bemoan the fact that it was all going to turn out in the FBI's favor, just like it does on cable TV, My thoughts took a sharp left turn. Well, I will not divulge should you wish to have the pleasure of finding out what that means for yourself. By the final credits, I realized I'd spent a couple of hours being royally entertained. And then that seemed like the right time to watch The Hurt Locker again, a brilliantly directed movie by Catherine Bigelow about the war in Iraq. And with this movie... She became the first female filmmaker to receive the Oscars for Best Director and Best Picture at the Academy Awards. 
Jeremy Renner plays a bomb expert expected to defuse IEDs and other bombs wearing a protective suit that makes him look like the Michelin Man as well as weighing so much. It looks like it makes it impossible for him to run away very fast should he need to do that. And I'll tell you, I want him to do that many, many times during the movie. The writing is taunt with suspense. The weather is dry, dusty, and unforgivably hot. And there's barely any moment when the viewer is not tense about what may or may not happen. It was not as good as the first time I saw it, but it was well worth the time I spent watching it again. If for nothing else, the reminder of how horrible war is to all those exposed to it. Needing a break, I made some dinner, had a lovely glass of sparkling water with lime, and began again my search for something to watch. Much to my surprise, I came upon Bullet Train, starring Brad Pitt, a movie I'd dismissed outright because it looked like it was just nothing but fighting. And frankly, with the exception of playing Achilles in the movie Troy, Brad Pitt is not that great a fighter. But what the hell, I thought, and gave it a shot. Well, even this was a last-ditch effort to keep from being bored. Well, let me tell you, I was wrong. I soon realized this was also a movie about assassins, thinking, what in the world is happening to me? However, this movie was so tongue-in-cheek, I could not keep myself from laughing out loud many times over. There was the brother duo of assassins, one of which was a beefy black man, his brother, an almost handsome British white guy, and their code names were Lemon and Tangerine, respectively. They had quick and quirky repartee, but the bond between them showed enough for me to realize these two fellows knew each other well and knew they could count on each other. So I knew right off they'd never make it out alive. Brad Pitt was an assassin who had been in therapy to try and cool him down. And from the inane, somewhat Buddhist-inspired nonsense he spouted with each assassin he encountered, I just couldn't help but love his foolish character who only wanted to talk things out. There were Japanese warlords, some good, some not, the worst of which was the white warrior played by Michael Shannon in a long white wig that made me laugh the minute he showed up. Little made sense. Most of the scenes were unexpectedly fulfilling in their improbability, and the ending, although a little weak after all that went before, was quite satisfying. All in all, I found I had enjoyed myself so much I went to bed chuckling, which is also to say, what in the world is wrong with me? Thank you for listening to Now That You Ask. I hope you found this episode insightful and perhaps entertaining too. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you enjoy the show, please take a moment to rate and review it on iTunes. If you didn't like the show, well, I guess you just lost a few minutes of your life. But you might want to try another one. They're all really different. You can also listen to past episodes and subscribe to email updates on nowthatyouaskpodcast.com. Bye-bye for now.